Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills and... You're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080. The hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080. Souk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club. That's right. In love. We are in love. For longer than we thought. We thought we were only going to love each other for 30 more minutes. Oh, yeah. But nay. Bonus coverage tonight. That's right. We were told that we had an early out for Oregon basketball. We were told wrong. Lies. Fake news. That's a serious false hope faux pas on my behalf. So now we're going full club, bro. <laughs> it is weird out. 30 minutes, right? We thought we were getting off at 7, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, 6.30, and we all got excited. And now that it's been bumped back, even though it's only two segments, one really because the last segment is John, and yet it changes the whole outlook. Yeah, it's, we just added an extra three hours to the show. It's funny how that it's just... Pace yourself. Yeah, I'm like, well, God. I'm, I got up from the, like, I'm like, I'm tired now. Stood up during that last break. I'm like, man, I feel exhausted. Yeah, so we have couches in our new studio. Yeah. And Suk was laying over on one of the couches playing on his phone. And then when Buck finished his update, I'm sitting here, of course, diligently preparing the That's club. That's right. And uh, <laughs> Buck finishes his update, and all I hear is Suk go, <laughs> get up and waddle over to the microphone. That extra half hour has changed my entire outlook on this Ugh. program. I can't handle it the anymore. Program. Hey, listen, uh, we got a couple of notable deaths to commemorate. Uh, Gallagher has died at the age of 76. You really commemorate a death? Or is... <laughs> uh, celebrate. Let's celebrate these deaths. Memorialize? <laughs> I think that's a little better. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dead. What does commemorate even mean? Well, we celebrate the life of, you know? Yeah. Although they, they just passed. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, commemorate just means uh, show respect for someone or something, so okay. we'll go commemorate. But we're not commemorating the death. We're yes, commemorating... we're very happy they died. Gallagher. Well, someone maybe. I think Gallagher was kind of a... Was he an ass? Well, I don't know. Maybe it was his brother. They got into a whole thing. Remember, his brother was going around as Gallagher. So I don't know if Gallagher was the ass, if it was the brother of Gallagher that was an ass. 
But I feel like there was uh, some sort of contention between Gallagher's. Gallagher, older than I thought, 76. Yeah. And he'd been retired. I, th- he had a couple heart attacks on stage. Oh, really? Yeah, like a number of years ago. Wow. Yeah. So I think he's been, uh, I think he's been laying low for well, a while. Well, rest in peace. Well, when I was a kid, Gallagher was a big deal. Like the whole Sledgematic thing. and Was he really funny, though? It's tough to tell because I haven't. Like, 15-year-old me probably thought Gallagher was hilarious. Me and my friend Todd Lucas, we watched Gallagher like like stand-up specials on Comedy Central. But we were 15 and probably on something. So the question is, is Gallagher funny? I don't know. If you went back and watched his act now, it can be... It's a little... Isn't he... Like, didn't he get canceled for a bit? In other words, like, uh, had a lot of, I don't know, like homophobia and... Some things in his act I, that people—I don't know. I, I feel like his show only worked in certain areas. Like he wouldn't go to certain areas because they wouldn't have his crap. Hmm. I, I do feel like that was a thing with Gallagher. I'm not certain, but hey, I rest like in peace. Gallagher. I like how we're just randomly yeah. throwing out things that may or may not yeah. be true about yeah, Gallagher. Yeah, he was probably racist, right? <laughs> a lot of stand-up comedy, though, because it's it's uh, stand-up comedy doesn't always age well, right? Like because you're obviously talking about things that that are relevant in 1984 which is when Gallagher was probably like at his biggest so if we watched him now in in you know 2022 it might not it might not ring but I feel like at some point yes Gallagher was indeed talented and funny yeah it said in the early 90s Gallagher gave his brother Ron permission to do shows using the sledgematic routine yeah on the contingency that promotional materials would clearly state that it was Ron and not Leo who was performing. So Ron started marketing his act as Gallagher. He called it Gallagher 2. And in some instances, it was not made clear that it was not the real Gallagher. It was the brother Gallagher. Yes. So that was the, yeah, I, I know that there was some sort of family. So he said, he said, stop. And the guy, and he didn't. <laughs> and so he sued his brother <laughs> yeah. for trademark violations. Well, I mean, I can. I can see that. Imagine if John started doing a radio show as, <laughs> yeah, right, as Big Sook, and, he, and you said, "Hey, man, yeah, cut it out." Yeah, just, I'm the only Big Sook. Yeah, just go as you know. As, you as had John. to sue your brother, but I feel like you'd have about 20 solutions before legal action was the course that you took. Right. Yeah, but not if Ron is just refusing. You know, I mean, it sounds like he was like, "Hey, knock it off, stupid Ron." Also dead. Ron? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know if he's alive or not. Ron's maybe he, Hey, maybe he'll pick up the act now. Is there no one left to sue him? Like, Finally, he died. I can <laughs> I can go back out there and smash watermelons. Of all the people that are happy that Gallagher's dead, no one's happier than his brother, Ron? Ron is alive, it, it appears. And, boy, he looks just like... Just like Leo? Yeah. Well, I mean... Wait. Oh, that's Leo. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, which one's the real Gallagher? Which one just died? Leo. Yeah, yeah. that was his name, right? Yes. Leo Gallagher. Leo Gallagher, but he just went as Gallagher. Right. Ron was his brother. Okay. Yes. All right. So the question is, then, like, it, it, it's Spirit Mountain. When Gallagher pops up, do you go see it knowing that you're seeing uh, a fake Gallagher, but also you're, it's your last chance to see Gallagher, and now yeah. that he's not around to sue him anymore. Yeah, he is alive, Ron Gallagher. <laughs> So he'll probably pick up right where old Leo left off. No one will know the difference. <laughs> does oh, it, also does it really matter? No. I mean, honestly, no. It's just no. an, it's just it an old man smashing watermelon with a you know the big hammer.
Also dead is Kevin Conroy, the voice actor that played Batman in the old cartoons. He died. Oh. He was 66. Is he also greatness? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the voice of Batman? You don't remember that? cartoon like the super friends cartoon yeah like batman man i remember cartoon super, batman i remember the super friends but uh i can't i can't honestly say that i can picture batman's voice you know what my my uh my kids are all big into like anime and stuff and i guess voice acting now for like the the kids it's a big deal like people that voice video games and people that voice the the animation cartoons like they're celebrities like they go around to like the comic cons and I'm like, well, who's this dude that you want to go meet? And they're like, oh, he was the voice of the lead character in, in this video game. And I'm like, and that's who you want to meet? And they're like, yeah, they're like rock stars. Realize there's a dude out there right now getting some serious, uh, you know, action on the side because he voiced a video game. It's a whole thing, man. Huh. All right. Would have never thought it, but maybe this guy, he was just, he was before his time. Well, those two bros, rest in peace. Rough day. This guy's too. Like, if you see an Andrew Dice Clay special right now, if you go back and listen to his stand up, it's awful. What do you mean? Like, not good? It, or yeah, it's just, it's just very bad. blue. Very, well, uh, it's blue, but it's, PC. it's terrible. Like, it's not funny. Like, I, I challenge you to go. Like, Andrew Dice Clay at one point was probably the biggest stand up comedian. The Dice Man. Yeah. It's like kickery dickery dock. Like, go listen to that now, and you're like, oh my God, why did anyone find this funny? It's awful. He's still around, right? Yeah. I think he's trying like he's like an actor now. He like he was in uh, Star is Born and uh like he's I think he's trying to do more legitimate stuff. But if you go and, and, and watch um if you go and watch old dice stand up, it's just brutal. It's hokey, it's it's just it's it's bad. Do it's your a, kids know who he is? No. No clue. The dice man. No clue. All right. Well, coming up next on our show tonight, I have the most accessible stress reliever, if you'd like. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> I think that also no, awesome. no, <laughs> no, no. I really not that. I think it is. You just well, been lifting, it's, bro. It's up there. I mean, it's it's up there. Yeah, I I would say it's up there. Find me a better one. I don't think you can. And America's rudest states. Where are all the rudes? Mm, that's an East Coast thing. We'll get to that. Uh, it is 618 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I was just reading on internet. Do you know the differences between a boulevard and, say, a drive? Or why something is called a, a boulevard versus a, a lane? I can't say that I do. I know like a highway versus a freeway. Right. I know that. Uh, like a street, boulevard, lane. No. I was. I honestly just thought it was kind of like whatever you wanted. No. I want to say the things you're talking about depend on how many directions of traffic you have and also the width of the street. Okay, width, you're oh, right. It's all about girth. That's it's all about it, girth. That's what it boils down to. Not a, length. La- a lane is a narrow road often found in a rural area. So if you have, if you live on Peacock Lane, expect it to be narrow. Well, wouldn't that be like then every street in Portland? It drives me nuts in every neighborhood. You can't, you two cars can't go down the same street. Well, in the rural part is interesting because there are a couple lanes around me, and I'm definitely not in a rural area. I'm in a suburb. Hmm. You know what I mean, though? Like. You go any oh those any neighborhood over the ones where if there's cars parked you can't drive two ways and all yeah, that. Yeah, it drives me nuts. Like I yeah. I, just, I couldn't live over there. It, I don't it, like it, that either. I, that is very. It's like it feels suffocating. Yes, and it's you definitely run into this where these are dense neighborhoods. When you when, when you get another car come the other way and then there's that weird standoff. You're like when then you got to back up and try to find like a driveway that you can. It's just it's a terrible thing. So a lane is a narrow road often found in a rural area. A drive mm-hmm. is a long, winding road that has his that has its route shaped by its environment. Okay, so around like a nearby lake or mountain. Okay, so it's a bit like um, oh, like uh, like if you were going around like Detroit Lake or something, or I don't know, like. Well, yeah, like Lynx Golf. You know, like Lynx Golf is just oh, they didn't yeah. they didn't they didn't make the golf courses. They just put it on the topography of the land, right? But if you were going around something and you had to curve around a river, you had to curve around a couple of hills. That would be a drive. A drive. I was even thinking, like, what if there was like a large oak tree that you had to navigate yes. around? Would that just because you couldn't go straight anymore? If yes. you go, is it make it a drive? Maybe? Shaped by its environment. That's right. And a boulevard is a wide city street with trees on both sides. You have to have trees, huh? You have to have trees. You're right the hell out of town. On the boulevard. You know what? I Like, growing up, I lived right off of McGilvery Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Never thought about it. All the trees? Trees, both sides. How about that? And I learned this again. How about th- that, The guys? city, you cannot take down the trees even if they're in your, uh, your own yard. Oh, like out in like the... 
yeah, the, past the sidewalk? Well, no, just even in your front yard, like they, they have trees lining that whole thing. And even if it's on your property, you cannot take that down. The city won't let you. Maybe because then it wouldn't be a boulevard. Yeah, then they'd have to change the signs. Yeah. And that costs too much money. Never, I never once thought about that. And I lived on that dumb boulevard for God knows how long. How about that? Yeah, and I guess I'd never, because every other street, you know, is every other road right along there is a street. But that's a boulevard simply because of the trees. And it said it's wide city street. Too. It is. It's two lanes yeah. going both ways. Yeah. It's kind of a bigger. Then what's an avenue? Ooh. <laughs> Hold on. I mean. Wouldn't that be, uh, well, maybe no trees? <laughs> so same thing. A treeless it's... boulevard is an avenue. That's where we're at now? Huh. I, I, I just have. Ne- this is one of those things that I just never, I never thought about. I always assumed because you know, like you're like on 134th Street, and then there's like another one where it'd be 134th, and so I figured they just gave it a different name, which also, by the way, can be very confusing. Avenues generally run perpendicular to streets, but also have trees and buildings on both sides. <laughs> Back to the trees. So it's like a boulevard with buildings. Yes. <laughs> So technically, and that's kind of confusing. But see, this is all seems very arbitrary. So, and do we have to follow these, or can you just slap a sign up? And no, like, I think I, you got it. There's rules, man. <laughs> you can't just. It's not just total you can't chaos. Just call this a court. <laughs> well, isn't a do you court, know what a court is? Isn't a court just a circle? Yeah, it ends in the it end, Yeah, well, it's like we'll, ends in the coldest. Yeah, but some of them are circles and some of them are courts. What's the difference? Uh, don't know that because I've only lived in one cul-de-sac in my life. And it was a circle. But across the uh, way from me was another development. And their uh, cul-de-sacs, which a buddy of mine lived in, that's a court. And what about a place? Because I feel like place often takes the place of court. Place means that it dead ends without a loop or a circle. That's a that's a that's a place. But but a court is kind of kind of dead ends, too. Right. Yeah. But in a loop. In the, in the cold, in the Oh, circle. so you're saying a place just comes to an end, there is no Correct. turnaround. Correct. Oh, Correct. okay. Dead end. Interesting. Yeah. And then a terrace is a street following the upper portion of a slope. <laughs> that actually makes the most sense, maybe. Yeah. A ter- that a, makes, yeah. It's a street following the upper portion, portion of, of a, a slope. slope. Yeah. So you go up a hill and you're on a terrace. So if you say, hey, I'm going to go over to Buck's house, he lives at 719. Kick ass terrace. You better go kick up ask you better go up kick ass hill first. You're going yeah, to the you know you're going probably up a hill. Huh. What if you live at the bottom of the terrace though? Well that would be well, then it's not a, ter- a terrace. You might just has be on a street be, then. Well, but I'm asking but these go to eleven. <laughs> Follow me on this. Like every my brother lives on top of a of a very steep hill. So that's probably But if there's a terrace so a At some point, does it turn like you're on the same road? But yeah. if, I'm at, if, if my house is at the bottom of that road, do I still live on a terrace as the same guy that lives on top of it? I think so. Because I would. So you can live on a terrace, and it wouldn't necessarily be high up. Didn't have to be. You could be at the bottom of the terrace, and then away is a small street branching off of a road. This guy says he lived on a cul-de-sac, and it was away. Yeah, so that's a small street branching off a road. These passages are usually short and often feature a dead end. Hmm. So that's a way. Now I'm trying to think of all the different, like, 
over the years the different places that I've lived and what they were. You know what? My my first place in the center was away. My when I lived out in the country, it was at the top of kind of a uh, steep embankment, and then there were little offshoots, and it was away. And yes, they indeed were all dead ends. So mine was road. The one I grew up on, yeah, was road, which is just. You know, kind of boring. <laughs> did, did, but we don't even know what road is. Well, a road connects two points. <laughs> doesn't everything that's connect? It, that's what it is. Doesn't everything connect For half points? of these, I feel like you're reading off the computer, and for half, I think you're just making them up. <laughs> this is all fact, bitch. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> a road is a path that connects two points. I feel like road is very rural. And a street is a public road with buildings on both sides. Am I wrong that a road seems like it's out in the sticks? Yes, they head out of town or away from the city. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like road is a a country sort of thing. Yeah. (laughs) So a a street is a road, but a road is not a street necessarily. (laughs) I'd like to point that out. Just like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Right. Mm. And then there's one There's one other one we haven't gotten to. A crescent. A cre- I don't know if I've ever had a crescent. If I, like, this, is a, this is a little known one, but a crescent is a winding, curved road that typically attaches to another road at each end. Crescent. Hold on. Run that by me again. Now I'm trying to picture so this. It's in my winding mind. and curved. Okay. Road and it typically attaches to another road at each end, so maybe it connects roads. I, I get what you're talking about, and I've been on neighborhoods that have those. I've just never seen it called a crescent. I've Is seen that it like a else. scenic highway? <laughs> you know, where, ah. you're, where you're driving and you can either stay on the freeway or you can take the scenic one, or they have like a business loop where you get off of it and it's only like a mile or, or so, and it just kind of winds and turns, and then it puts you right back on the freeway. Is that technically a crescent? Sure. <laughs> Who gets to decide if it's scenic? Trees, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> trees? What? I guess you don't have to have trees in order for it to be scenic. Do right? they have alley in your glossary over there? I once lived on an alley in college. Alley. Alley is not a street or a road. I think you have to be able to get a handy uh, in order for that to be called I think that's alley. probably right. Yeah. yeah it was college drugs. in Eugene. Yeah, drugs. There needs to be some sort of uh, mattress or, or whatnot. An alley is just between buildings. Yeah, I think an a- I think it was defined as like being between uh, two specific streets that you could define it by. So like I was I lived on like Fifteenth Alley, but Fifteenth was a street away. Well, it was, that, was, was half a street away. It was, that was, makes no sense. Yeah, well, that's how it was. Well, this guy says, "My God, you guys could be talking about how good the Blazers are." So, or anything. We else already for that talked matter. about that. Yeah. Sorry, dude. And leave God out of this, please. Yeah, what does God have to do with this? Why do you have to bring the Lord in? Do you think the Lord really cares about, one, what the Blazers are doing, or two, whether or not Buck is getting some back alley handy uh, back in the day? No, he might care about that. God does seem to care an awful lot about uh, those sorts of things and what you do with holes. So he might actually care about that. But in regards to the Blazer thing, leave God out of it. He does not care. Maybe Notre Dame football. No, but seriously, does somebody have to decide if something is scenic? I'm guessing there's some sort of bureaucrat. Is there like a scenic czar that you call him and he's like, nope, this isn't scenic enough? 
I was yeah. going to go with maybe a BLM guy, the Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> I was thinking something along those lines. By the way, can I say for the record, I didn't like a single character in that entire yeah. show. Well, that's the whole point. They're all terrible human beings. Did you, so you watched season one? I just watched season one. Yeah, they're all. T- that's the whole idea. Yeah. They, they're all rich douchebags. Yeah, they're terrible. But the confusion over Black Lives Matter versus Bureau of Land Management was, was, best, uh, was, a, was the, maybe yeah. the best joke of the that first season. That might have been the best part of the whole thing <laughs> was just that. Did you like it? I didn't like it as much as everyone. Like, yeah. it, it's a good show, it, but... It had been built up and... It ended kind of weird. Yeah. What with the poopy and stuff. Yeah, it was... And the second one is... is it's going along the exact same lines. Is it? Yeah, it's very slow. I thought it was all right, but I, I I didn't understand the 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 hype. Sneaky and I, funny. Yeah, and let me also say this. Speaking of the the poopy in the in the the suitcase, and if you don't know, a guy in revenge takes a dumper in someone's <laughs> suitcase. First off, and then he gets killed. Yeah, there's no way that you you can just produce a clean turd like that. That was. That was ridiculous, and no wiping, no nothing. He, that, I found that whole scene to be completely. Uh, just, they, they know nothing about just like public pooping. There's no way they should have consulted you. On yes, the, on how to present the poop. On yes, the- I felt that that poop was very unbelievable. That well, whole that's Hollywood. That whole scene was not believable. I mean, come on. Well, Jennifer Coolidge is great. <laughs> she's she's hilarious. She looks terrible. Oh but. god. <laughs> And then uh, the hotel guy in season one was great. Yeah, uh, the, the guy he was pooped. so good. He yeah. was really good. He was the best part of that. But whole he is thing. not part of none of those. Well, well, only Coolidge is part of season yeah. two. Yeah. So I don't. The I, show is called White Lotus. I, I may give uh, the second season a try, but yeah, I, I was. It was a lot of hype. When there's a lot of hype, you and the fact that it was only six episodes got me to stick through it. If that thing had been like ten episodes, I think I'd probably stop after four. But because it was six, you can you can plow through. You can just push on through. Well, it's just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good show. I like that show. Now someone's saying a, a parkway. So also, I saw a loop. I had friends who lived on a loop. Yeah, it's a, those are self-explanatory. We know what that you'd is. think. I but, think a loop's kind of like a crescent, if we're being honest. But a parkway? Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, there's a lesson for you <laughs> while you wait for your blazer talk. I mean, no, how we, yeah, keep waiting, bud. Keep listening. <laughs> oh, you just trust, butted him. Trust me. Keep waiting, bud. Trust me, your hot blazer talk is coming up next. <laughs> we'll talk about Jesus and the blazers just for you. All right, let's go to Buck. He has sport. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. By the way, I forgot to mention we were just talking about it off the air. 
Um, the White Lotus, so the show we were talking about on HBO, the music in that show is fantastic. Yeah, they do a good job. And you can get it on Spotify. Like oh, they yeah. have a all white... like the Polynesian music. Yeah, it's all yeah the Hawaiian music. All um, the first season, all their songs are on there, and then they have one already for the Italian. So this second season is based in Italy. Yeah, and the music is also killer, and they have a one for that too. The po- Italian music. Polynesian music is uh, some of the most soothing thing. It's one of the most soothing things on the planet. Like if you want to talk about like like de-stressing. Just put on a little, uh, put on a little Hawaiian music. Sometime you'll just instantly be in a better mood. That was a very, uh, that was a, a, a underrated part of that program. I think you mean program. Program. <laughs> and there are certainly moments in there where you don't see, uh, you don't see it coming. There's a, there's a spreading scene that <laughs> kind of comes out of nowhere. You're like, whoa. Yeah, a guy eats butt. <laughs> and then uh, we already got Dong in uh, season two. Well, you know, Dong is the new up top. Yeah. I think we, we had so many years where we're like of inequality when it came to nudity that now I think people are demanding that, uh, you know, we see more ween in, uh, in our program. They are? Who are those people demanding that? I don't. I don't disagree. I think that we are seeing more of it, but I'm wondering where the demands are coming from. Oh, the demands there. The demands there. It gets people talking. Like if you say, "Hey, there was some uptops," people are like, "Whatever." But you're like, "Dude, man hangs dong." You're like, "Whoa." Yeah, it is. It is shocking. Yeah, it's like <laughs> especially the first one in White Lotus. Like, holy crap! So it's demand for shock value. It's not demand for uh, enjoyment. Well, it's Look, just it's it a get, word of mouth. It, exactly. It creates a buzz. You don't necessarily get buzz off just some uptops. But you get some you get some cheek spreading, and all of a sudden, people are talking. You know, there's a buzz. Dude's hanging ween, and suddenly we're interested. I think it started with Thunder Gun Express. <laughs> Dude hung dong, and next thing you know, everyone's watching. All right, we got to go. We do. Yeah, I can't get to my next story that I was mm. going to tell you about. I was going to talk about the National Park Service telling you to stop licking toads. <laughs> Apparently, there's an epidemic in National Parks of people licking frogs. You're Why? not supposed to. Well, because you can get buzzed off of it. Apparently, there's some toad in the southwest that this is all the rage, that the kitties are going to the national parks to catch these toads and lick them. Literally, the National Park Service had to come out and issue a, a statement saying, please, stop coming to our parks. Stop licking toads. Well, what do they care? Are they trying to protect the toads or people? Eh, probably a little bit of both. They're claiming that it's poisonous. Like, well, I mean, it is poisonous. But I was reading about it, and it says that it only the high only lasts like 30 minutes. So I'm like, well, this sounds fantastic. Quickie high? Yeah, quickie high. But my guess is it's probably, to, you know, you can't go around manhandling the, the wildlife. You yeah. Know. Yeah, leave them alone. Yeah. Poor toads out there just doing toad stuff. And, and buy them a drink first. <laughs> yeah. Well, the toad probably has that toxin to prevent predators from wanting to mess with it. And we're like, screw this. Predator? Yeah, I don't want to eat you. I just want to lick you. Which, again, goes back to the white lotus thing. All right, John wraps it up next on the fan. He stood six foot All right, six, a few minutes left in tonight's broadcast. Uh, the Ducks basketball game is coming up next. Here's John. Hello. What's up, gentlemen? What is up? You sound well, not much. You you're sound mobile. like you're yeah. in a car. What are you doing? Where are you going? I am in the car. I'm navigating through uh, Friday night rainy traffic. It's not traffic is the worst. I'll just say that. It's raining out there. Yep, just started a few minutes ago. Damn it! That doesn't you tell us. Were... That doesn't tell us where you're going. We need to know where you're going so people can stalk you. He's probably going home. <laughs> I'm 
Uh, you guys were talking about addresses. I'll tell you my address here, and then they can really stalk me. You know, streets and ports and things. I just live on a regular street, but you know what bothers me about my specific address? What? Is I live on North B Street, like Victor, but it's not the word North. It's just the letter N. So it's NB Street, and that jams people up when I tell them that or... Because if I'm filling in my address and I write down North B Street, it doesn't always get to me. I have to literally just write the letter N and then V, and that bothers me. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah, that's no good. No. It's got to be easy. Right? I, 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 don't, I, I knew that you lived on that, but I always thought it was North. I just always thought you abbreviated it. Well, and I like the, if you look at the street sign, it says N and then B Street. And so I tried to go rogue a couple of times and fill in, you know, like when you're filling in something online and then it auto fills in your address. And yeah. if you type in the whole word north, it spits it right back out. It doesn't take it. You have to literally go NB Street. That's brutal. So if I'm on the phone or I'm telling somebody and I say NB Street, then they think it's NB, like jealous. Yeah. And they're like, you live on B Street? It's, just, it's the whole thing. I yeah, don't like Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. I think you should move. <laughs> right? Maybe I should. I don't know. Has anybody ever moved before because they didn't like their address? You know, I have the same four numbers. Here's a fun fact. Uh, my address right now has the same four numbers as my old address. But in different orders? Really? Different order. Yeah. Same four numbers. But that. Wow. <laughs> so some sort Are of you impressed? The, yeah. the, cosmic, uh, the cosmic universe? Kind of annoying up. because every once in a while I say, out of habit, I say the old one. Yeah. I'm Do you to... think anybody has ever moved because they didn't like their address, just how it looked or sounded or writing it down? I bet you somebody has n has not bought a house because, because of some of superstition. The yeah, there'll be some sort of superstition or you know, dude, people are people are crazy. That I I bet you that happens way more than than you think. That someone's just like I don't know, it's bad juju or these are unlucky numbers or think about how superstitious people are. I guarantee there's a house somewhere that's like six 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 seven, and Jesus guy's like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> that's that well, that's a Satan house. I'm I'm six six three, and that jams me up a little bit because it's close. Like like of all the houses on houses on my street, I'm six six three. I'm Jeez. awfully close to that. How many more awful facts can you reveal about your address? Right, that's it. We're moving. I'm putting it in right now. We're out. I'm out of there. Yeah, burn it down. I have, a, I have a friend that I used to work with that was going to move to Montana and retire, and she actively wanted an address that was like, because she's in Montana, so she wanted like to live on like Rolling Hills Lane or Galloping Stallion Boulevard, or <laughs> like she she wanted like she didn't want to move to Majestic Montana and live on Forty First Circle, like that was lame. So when she was looking for houses. She specifically looked for something that sounded like pretty, like you'd live in Montana. So I don't know if she ever found it, but she was actively looking for it. Like if you buy a piece of property and you have to build your own road, do you get to name your own road? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Yes, you do. You do. See now that now you're talking. Like because I like like the George Lucas is like Skywalker Ranch, right? Like 
that would be that's like the biggest selling point in the world if to buy a piece of property just to name my own road. Are you kidding me? Sign me what up. If just, what if just by happenstance he just moved onto Skywalker <laughs> Road? Like wow, this this is a coincidence. Unbelievable. Well, I'm just saying it'd be pretty sweet to be able to come up with your own to come up with your All own right. your own street. Okay, Big Souk, what you're moving right now? You have your own. Suka State, you have your own property. What are you naming the street you live on? Boy, there are so many different ways to, to go on that. I might go with something. I might go with something Valhalla. Uh, you know, <laughs> I might go with the uh, like some sort of uh, heavenly uh, pearly gates thing. Yeah, I I think I would have guessed you would have gone like abiding lane. Yeah, I was going to say. I immediately started thinking of about a thousand different things that you could go with, like a, even just going right. Lebowski. There is a sign in Camus that I always want to steal. My favorite Pearl Jam song is is Yellow Leadbetter, and there's a Leadbetter Street in uh, in Camus, and I want to steal the sign all the time. Yep. What if the sign was yellow? Would you steal it then? Hundred percent. It's the only thing keeping it on the pole is that it's green. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. The green keeps them on the pole. <laughs> That's right. Yes, it does. <laughs> Hello. Here we go. Thank you. Hello. I'll finish on that note. Have a good night. Love your hot body. I love you. All right. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Uh, the Ducks and UC Irvine coming up next. We are back Monday, 3 to 7 on The Fan. Good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.